0: that's www.beer52.com dot com forward slash WTAF. Neil, Neil, wake, wake up. Wake up. You Put whoa. your hammer bottoms back on. I'm just airing. Don't worry about that now. We've got to tell everybody about the show. What show? It's our sixth anniversary, Razzmatazz. Already? Already. It's been a whole year. Bloody hell. Well, get yourself ready, because we need to tell everybody about how they get their tickets.
1: Tickets? What tickets? For the gas Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh sorry, I'm half asleep half. Huh? Right, worry. let's get on it. Let's get on it. Well, Who's do you wanna, playing? well Who's I was playing? just about to tell you, we've got
0: the amazing Undiscovered. Ooh. Who else? And we've got The also amazing Memphis Sun Dogs. And and to finish the night off, we've got the amazing Binomial.
1: That's a fantastic
0: lineup. So how can we get our tickets? Well, let me tell you how. If you email pancastatlive.com with however many tickets you want, tickets are only £10. Only? For all that? <laughs> only £10 for a night of fun and frolics. Bargain. So, Pav, when is it? It's on Saturday, the 23rd of March. Where is it? At the Bingham Mall in Sirencester. And what time is it? Well, the door's open at seven. <gasps> oh, and where do we get our tickets again? Just email pancastlive.com That's pancastlive.com Let us know how many tickets you want, and we'll sort it out for you. And how much again? £10 a ticket. £10 pound There's a licence bar. <gasps> There's going to be fun and there's going to be frolics. Oh, yes. It's the Pancast 6th Anniversary Razzmatazz.
1: <gasps> How exciting. I can't wait. When is it? <laughs> I'm not going to do it again.
0: Hi, <laughs> oh, I'm Slugs. You're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival
2: is like the most important day of the year.
1: Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck?
0: Hey, what the actual fuckers and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. Happy New Year again. I'll firstly uh, say that. But first, he's just got a new job as a bar manager at the Bowls Club and has banned Len and he also made Arthur laugh with a slow, comfortable screw behind the bar. It's a drink. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's
1: Neil! I'll leave it to your imagination. It might be, it might not be.
0: Who knows? Sex Anybody, on the beach. anybody that knows you knows what it is.
1: <laughs> That's right, A <I> drink.
0: Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> our guest this episode is an actor you will have seen crop up on your screens, especially over the last few weeks, whether it's sharing a cuppa with cat in EastEnders or dressing up as a turkey in the live Christmas edition of Not Going Out. Cover your quiches and we'll see him anon. Please welcome Bowls Club manager extraordinaire Terry, otherwise known as Mark Kempner. Good evening, good evening. Hello, hello sir, hello. Lovely
2: round of apathy, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, we
0: will say thank you very much for bringing in the booze. I mean, oh, yeah, Bribery is everything,
2: though. Isn't it? I thought you would be <laughs> nicer to me if I bring a bottle a second.
1: Absolutely, I like the glasses It's as a well, drink, it? isn't it, really? I mean, well, the glasses, glasses are girlfriend. amazing. Yeah. There you go, I glasses. Brilliant. Here now. I mean,
2: anyway, cheers. Happy cheers. New Year.
0: Wonderful. Happy New Year to you. Cheers. Ah, <laughs> I will warn you, I'm not really a drinker, so this could go anywhere. No, I mean, no, this, no, no. this could be the most lovely podcast or the most fighting podcast we've ever done. I don't quite know how it's going to go yet. Yeah, well, the
2: police were only around the corner. Oh, no, so, that's right, um, then. I, I know where to
0: run to. Indeed. Right. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, no you problem. you have... Uh, I can remember, I can't remember when it was, but the first photograph for a series no for the special for the special was it came out and your lovely face was on it and everybody it everybody i can remember online went mad because they were all trying to work out who is this guy? Is now is he is he Martin's <laughs> brother? That's right. Is is he is he is he, is he to do with the family? Is he is he sl- you know slugs his dad or? He can be anyone. Did, did you did you anyone. did you get any of that? Did you did you get? Well, any do you know of that?
2: what? It wasn't the first time I was due to be in this country. Oh was right. In actual fact, the episode when Daisy broke her legs in series two, I was uh, cast as i Man. In the hospital. Right. And um, I just sat there with a dodgy eye, and Daisy gets carted off to see about her leg leaving just me and Curtin together. And I started up a conversation with him, and uh, then, because my eye was bleeding and everything, I just broke the conversation by saying, I think I'm about to be sick. (laughs) And then, oh, no, 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 no. And then I fainted on top of him, and we were rolling around the ground before uh, Tom shouted, cut. Um, but it didn't make the final cut.
0: Oh, right. Ah. So
2: I was gutted. And I got this letter from Simon to say, you know, we're really sorry that, you know, obviously we, we've overshoot, which happens. Yeah. And um, ended up on the cutting room floor. But when we do the next series, we'll, we'll give you a call. And I thought, well, I've heard that a few times in my life. And uh, But sure enough, good as their word, they came up with this character, Terry. Yeah. And so here we are.
1: Infamy. <laughs> Infamy. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I take
0: it you weren't playing Terry as that wasn't the character. No, then. no, that no, it it was just a Garage Mechanic. It, just, right. it was just
2: down as I Man. Right. <laughs> I Man. Funny scene, but yeah. um it, it didn't make the cut.
1: So you just auditioned as normally for Series Two and went through the, the Yeah, there was a,
2: there was quite a few of us. They had a bit of a general audition at, at North Leech Hall. Yeah. Um I think they were auditioning for extras as well. But then um we sort of improvised this i-man mm. and uh, i got the gig but as i say it didn't make the final cut
1: and, and were you aware of this country before you you auditioned uh
2: not as much yeah but uh when i knew i got the casting i, I kind of Binged. watched a few episodes and caught up with it and was was hooked from there on in i thought yeah. oh, i've got to be in this this is great mm.
0: apart from anything else 20 minutes up the road and tell <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. mm. so uh, we spoke just very briefly before we went on air about the the dump gang and the the, the fan oh, yeah. community. And Ross, I've
2: got to mention Ross oh, I saw that. because uh, he? he's always he's got a nice guy, <laughs> and of course he was in one of my little scenes. And he said, "You must mention me," <laughs> so I've done it. He he's a
1: nice one. guy, but he's a fame whore. He's, 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 got, fame be, whore. he's got to be named oh, no, in no, it. He's he, a for this yeah. glory. He, yeah, loves I can't it. It. He, he loves it. He loves
0: it. He's be an actor. But <laughs> do you do you feel that? though? Do you feel the the, the love and the, the, that? Of well, all it's the grown, fans? hasn't
2: it? I mean, it was well, it started with a few hundred members, and it's got what over six thousand. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. But no, there is everyone I speak to when I said I was going to be in this country, and particularly amongst the sort of I twenty-year-olds, sort of, sort of thirty-year-olds. I mean, I've recently just been on a clay pigeon shoot, right. and at the end of it, we all went and had a drink. And there were a few sort of 20-year-olds there. And as soon as the word got round that I was an actor and had been in this country, they all went mad. They said, oh, we love this country. We love it.
1: There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I remember you, blah, 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 blah. So it's, it's, in,
1: it's got a heck of a following. So right. how long have you actually been acting for then?
2: Well, there's a story. Um, I only started when I was mid-30s, so about 25, 25, nearly 30 years ago. And... Um, I'd never trained or anything. I was an engineer, but I'd always wanted to be an actor. And uh, I teamed up with a friend of mine to get our equity cards. In those days, you could do it by the variety route. So I wrote this ridiculous children's entertainment act called Hanson and in Nursery, Ryan Land, with my mate Sandy who was at drama school and she discovered, look, we can do this children's entertainment act and and we'll get our equity card if we get ourselves about Mm. 10 or 12 contracts or whatever it was. It was quite hard in those days to get the card. I mean, get them in a cereal packet these days, but (laughs) it it was really quite tough to get it. And then it was only a provisional card. So we did this children's entertainment, got a few contracts, got our cards, dropped the children's entertainment act like a stone and and um, I did just manage to just keep dipping my toes into a bit of TV and what have you. But all the time, I was still working at Gatwick Airport as, a, as an engineer. Okay. And then uh, finally, I fluked a job on the Noel eleven show at the time, when it was days of Mr. Blobby. Oh, the, the um, what
1: was it, Noel's House Party? Noel's House Party. That's it.
2: But it was filmed every Thursday. Right. And I was doing gotcha Oscars. I mean, they had me doing all sorts of different things. Mm. And I was nicking every Thursday I could off from, from the airport. Um you know, three grandmothers' funerals and a couple of uncles and stomach aches and back aches and all of that <laughs> until finally um, my chief engineer at one Monday morning called me into the office, which was always trouble if he called me in. And um, he said, I watched Noel Edmonds on Saturday. My daughter <laughs> recognised you. And at the time, I thought, oh,
1: really? You know, it's yeah, just
2: yeah. nice. Oh, you know, all chuffed. And he said, yeah, and I've also just phoned the BBC and I gather it's filmed on a on a Thursday, the bulk of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And uh, he then realised I'd taken about 12 Thursdays off in a row. And at the time, the airport was about to be privatised. So he said, you'll get a good redundancy, not that we want you to go, but um, if this is the career you want, I'd grab this redundancy. Mm. And I left there with about three years' money and uh, Mm -hmm. bowled straight into the acting from there on.
1: And you managed to uh, work consistently
2: yeah yeah pretty I've, I've done all right you know I, yeah. I started off doing a bit of extra work to see what happened on a film set and then i did um some drama showcase evenings in london and finally got an agent came up to me and said i'd like to represent you um is that and, is that
0: the key to to breaking into the yeah, industry you need having an agent. an agent got to have an agent
2: uh, and a good one that there's there's agents and there's agents. How do
0: do you, without sort of dropping anybody in it, how mm. do you know, if you're just starting out in the business, how do you know what's a good agent and what's a a bad agent? Right, okay. (laughs) It's just just through experience. I
2: knew absolutely nothing. Right. Um, But he seemed like a nice guy and seemed like he had a sensible business head and uh, had a chat with him. I was just off to America for a holiday in actual fact. And he said, that's all right, wait till you come back and we'll go from there. And um, he got me doing all sorts of different things. I got some TV commercials through him. And the usual jobbing actor stuff, I took anything going, really. Um, Did some fringe theatre up in London, some of it good, most of it bad. (laughs) Uh, And just managed to work my way up. And the more work you do, casting directors start to take a bit of note, and then you're kind of on your way, Mm. hopefully.
1: Well, you've worked with somebody that I admire quite a lot, Ben Wheatley.
2: Well, Ben, I mean, yeah, that, that, that was almost a bit of a fluke. They were casting... Ben was directing uh, something called Modern Toss. Right. A, a series of quite off-the-wall comedy sketches. Very, very funny. And um, they were looking for this particular character and hadn't found him. And then a friend of mine who was already in it, who knew Ben, uh, said, I should come along and, and meet them, see, see see what you make of it. And, and, and he took me on. Mm-hmm. And Ben cast me in about... Three different things, including an episode of Doctor Who. Oh,
1: that was the one with Peter Capaldi in the diary. Well, was, school, it was his first yeah. episode.
2: Um, I was in Panto at the time, up in, um, there's a funny story here. I was in Panto in Buxton, up in Derbyshire. And my agent phoned and said, um, oh, there's an audition going tomorrow morning um, for a little role on Doctor Who. And I said, well, if, if you look your diary, you will notice that I'm in Panto for you up in Derby. Oh, yeah, of course you are. Um, oh, that's a shame because Ben Wheatley's directing it. So um, I gave Ben a call and said, I, I gather there's a, uh, a role going on, Dr. Hooper, I can't get to the casting because I'm up here in Panto. And he just sent me a text back saying, yours, I'll speak to the casting director. Wow, so um, I got in that way and um, it was great fun. But also the, the funny part of that story was my girlfriend was coming up to see me that night and to stop over and uh, to see the show. And so I sent her a little text, all chuffed. I said, I've just got a little roll on Doctor Who. Can't wait to have you my, in my arms, darling. You know, say all the things that <laughs> girls <laughs> like to hear. You know, being all romantic. You smooth-talking devil, yeah, you. Yeah, when, 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 I, when I get going, I can, I can be smooth. And let's um, have another drink. <laughs> and um, I thought, you know, when you send a text and you think, hang on a minute, and I checked the phone and I'd sent it to Ben. So. He came straight back to me, ding ding. Phone went, and it was Ben. So oh, I didn't know you cared. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a small role. And of course, when I got to the set, I met him and Peter Capaldi, and they were both holding their arms out with their lips pucked, waiting, oh, yeah. waiting for their little <laughs> kiss. But there we go.
0: But again, that's a way of, of people knowing who you are, isn't it? I mean, Peter Capaldi's not going to forget you for a while, is he? After no, that. not after that,
2: no, no. Well, that, it was a funny old filming thing. It was filmed at night, it was chucking down with rain. And we just couldn't film it. And there was a crew of about 60, stunt horse, and goodness knows what else wow. there was there. And um, so I was just stuck in this tiny little room with Peter, yacking away um, all night long. And finally, they had to call the shoot off. And then they said to me, could you come back tomorrow and we'll have another go? So I got double pay and it was great.
1: (laughs) Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. But then, of course, you're in one of my favourite Ben Wheatley films, Kill List.
2: Kill List. Well, that really did kind of push up my street cred because so many people. Mm. I still get emails now. I mean, what are we, eight, nine years on from Kill List? Yeah, easily, yeah. It became a cult film. Mm. And um, I get emails almost weekly about that scene.
1: Era, that I was yeah. in
2: playing a Liberian paedophile. Mm. Um, it was ground-cutting stuff, wasn't it? It
1: was, and it's a bit of a shocker to watch, isn't it? Have you ever seen you it? You know
0: what? I, I I will grab my nerd coat and head for the exit because that is one movie I have it. never seen. It yeah, it's one of those movies, you I always look and think, I, I must watch that. It yeah, will you, turn yeah. you inside out. Really? I mean, the
2: premiere was at Leicester Square mm. and the cast and and uh, crew went along to watch it and we all sat the back kind of thinking... I this goes well, I wonder what the reaction will be. And right at the end there is no music, the ty- the, the titles just go up. Um and there's about fifteen hundred people absolutely silent, looking at each other, going, What the really? actual fuck was that about? <laughs> <then?"> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if it doesn't know, leave you
1: feeling very uncomfortable.
2: It certainly did. It certainly did. Well, and
1: obviously you were in his first movie, Down Terrace, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. going to say, that that
2: that, uh, casting me in um, that modern task, uh, Mm. you know, proved a good good thing to do. Ben also put me in an advert as well. (laughs) So
1: hopefully, I'll put you in because he's filming Rebecca, isn't he?
2: He is at the moment. Yeah, no, yeah. I keep dropping little hints to Ben to sort of say, don't forget.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm here. <laughs> you need to send him another text message. Yeah, Dar- darling, be, really. darling, yeah, no, I, I love he you so much. He's,
2: he's producing with Scorsese and also, I mean, Ben is well on the way. And he's such a nice guy to work with and he's he's very laid back. Mm. Mm. Great to work with.
0: So you did mention EastEnders. We, we'll have mm. to... Uh, how is that as an experience? Because I can imagine not the same sort of level as this country, but they must be quite... It's completely a, different. But it, it must be quite a close-knit
2: knit Yeah, very, very close-knit. There? And... Um, they all know each other inside mm. out. They all know how they work. So the director isn't directing the characters to sort of say, try it more like this, try it more like that. It's just very occasional directing. So you have to think for yourself and think on your feet. But I was worried about working with Jessie because she's a great actress and would expect the same high standard. Mm. And, of course, as I say, they all know each other, although my scene was just with her, wasn't with any of the other regulars. Um, it was very in- intense. And um, lots of dialogue, lots of scenes, mm. and I knew I didn't want to let her down. Mm. So um, I, the the best thing I could have done, which any actor should do, is learn his lines as thoroughly as I absolutely could do. Um, and uh, luckily, we hit it off from from the first take, so uh, from the first line run almost. Mm. We, we and just how
0: not. long do you normally have to, to to learn your lines for?
2: Well, I had about like ten that. days for that, ten right. days to two weeks. To learn it um in fact it came through when i was filming this country oh right um i'd got the gig i'd had the audition and i was sitting in in my little dressing room on uh, on the this country set and um my agent emailed me the script and i thought bloody hell there's about six main scenes here and it, i was talking to daisy and charlie about it I said, i've just got my script for eastenders oh well done They were so complimentary and so 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 supportive um so it was great, it's been a good year.
1: Did you get to meet up with the other this country star in EastEnders, Ashley?
2: I didn't. No, she wasn't there the day I was there, oh. unfortunately. I was hoping to. I met quite a few of the other regulars, but mm. uh, no, I do did, I didn't I didn't meet Ashley, no. A shame. So, so is it yeah. quite
0: it must always feel to me like any soap opera is very rapid and quick. There's not there's not much the moving from, really from the script or anything like that. You would just boom 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 it's get the bit scenes out like a more
2: slower than I was expecting. Right. The director, Ian White, was very nice and he said, You know, I don't mind if you had a lib of it, it, doesn't worry me, but you've got it. There's a script director watching yeah, over points. you. Yeah, yeah. And if you are a word or two out, they will pick you up on it, unlike this country where you can get away with murder. <laughs> but, um, no, it was that, that was a bit of a worry. But I, you know, once I started, I'd, I'd learned it. That's the thing. I'd learned it absolutely thoroughly. I'd never learned anything so well in all my life. Mm. And, um, that, that's your kind of assurance, really, for, as an actor. If you know the script, you know the lines, you can pretty much do the rest Plain sailing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've mean, i asked this probably of every actor we've ever had in or whether we've spoken to him on Skype, is do you have a process for learning lines? Because that's the oh, bit God, that I, yeah. I can... I, do. I just can't get in my head how anybody actually is able to it's do that. It's
2: the worst part, you ask any actor. It's the most laborious part of the business.
0: Right. I hate it. Right. I hate
2: starting it. Right. But once I start then I'm away and I've found the best way for me personally is I walk around the fields at the back of my house just repetitive just keep reading out I learn a page at a time when I feel I've learned that page I then move on to the next page then I go back a page and make sure I still remember the page I just learned right and I just keep going backwards and forwards backwards and forwards until it sticks and you I, I think your brain is in three parts for learning lines the first part you sort of you've learned it but then the next bit is getting where you actually know it. Mm, right. And then the, the final bit is where it's automatic. You, you can pretty much be thinking about something else and those lines will still come out.
0: And, and does, is that now gone, what you've learnt? Is it gone no, from your it's, brain? No, it's
2: or... funny, some of the I can still remember all that script from EastEnders. Right. Um, it's funny, I can remember scripts from 20 years ago really? sometimes. Other bits I've just forgotten about. Yeah. I did an episode of Doctors just after um, EastEnders. And um, what did I do it before EastEnders? Can't remember. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and um it was—I um I can't remember any of the script for that. Right. But I can remember most of the script for EastEnders. Mm. But um, it's funny; some things stick and some things don't.
1: We're talking of learning lines, then, so not going out the live. Broadcast. Well, that didn't take long.
2: I only had three poxy lines. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> it but right. it must still
1: have been <coughs> nerve wracking to make sure you're on time because with the, the fact that it well, is just, live,
2: there is a it, yeah. It was Lee. Wanted to do it live. Mm. He he said to me that the BBC had approached him, and, that, and it was about viewing figures. Really, everyone else is doing live shows. EastEnders have done live shows. Mm. Corey's done live show, and Mrs Brown's boys did a live version. And I think they felt it, it it does push the ratings up because everyone will tune in to see you bugger it up to be mm, quite, yeah basically. Yeah. Mm. And um, he was he's so experienced at what he does. He's, he's like me. He's done a lot of live comedy and a lot of live theater um but particularly comedy so he was used to working on the go but it was phenomenally hard for him um and everything that, that it annoyed me that one of the reviewers say i thought this supposed, it was supposed to be live but obvious canned laughter obvious canned applause mm. the knife scene the knife throwing scene um was obviously filmed separately and blah 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 but i can state here and now It was everything you saw on that Friday Mm. night was exactly as as it happened. Mm. Mm. Um, But yeah, it was a different experience. And of course, I only had three lines, and I was really quite nervous about um, getting it right on the night. Yeah. I thought, well, you know, if anyone's going to cock up, it'd be me. I've got bloody three lines. (laughs) Do not let him down. You've got to try and, I
1: suppose, when you're doing something like that, you've got to try and void out that it's live, that you're just recording it. I suppose, for a TV thing.
2: Well, like any acting, you've got to sound as though it's it's done on the spur yeah, of the yeah. moment, and you just thought of those particular words at, at that particular time.
1: Because if, if you keep thinking it's, it's going out live, that's going to distract, isn't it? I would have thought.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was much harder for the rest of the cast. They yeah. had much, much more, particularly the main four, especially Lee and Lucy. And um, because he was rushing from one little set to another set, and they have a sting in between, and, and he literally had someone saying to him his first line while he was running to the next scene. As the sting finished, he would then walk in, say, from the lounge. Mm. He would then walk into the bedroom. That could be a different time of day or a different day altogether. In that frame of mind, he was in in that moment yeah. from 24 hours previously. Mm. So he did brilliantly. They, they all did.
0: They did really well. So at what point of getting that gig do you realise you were going to be spending your time in a turkey outfit?
2: Well, I always knew it was going to be the animal impersonator. So I met the producer and, uh, at the audition <clears> and the casting director. And yeah. he said, uh, you know, you will have to be kind of doing... He, he's fairly a, a bored entertainer and, and he's a bit drunk. Um, I'd read the script and it, and it was mentioned. that The build-up to Clive was, you know, he's going to have a big red shiny nose and probably farts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, he's a bit coarse, this geezer. Um, <clears throat> so um, I just kind of learnt it, which didn't take long because there's only three lines. Um, but I didn't realise the rehearsal period was going to be for two weeks. And when I discussed it with my agent, that I thought that I was on a retainer for two, for ten days, um, and that they were going to use me for a rehearsal day. We shot it. The night before, as a re- as a kind of a all in dress rehearsal in front of a live audience, just to see how it went, and then
1: rehearsed Didn't. again
2: all day on the oh, Friday, right. and then shot it live um, that evening, and that that was the episode you saw, and that's what went out. Um, but I got a call on the Sunday, two weeks before the live show, to from the producer saying, "We well, haven't heard from you from our email," and I thought, hmm. email. Hey. How's that then exactly? Just remind me. And they'd emailed me to say, you're here you know, Monday morning uh, for rehearsals. And I thought, oh, no, I just ripped out all my bathroom and everything. I felt a nice no. little lead in now to Christmas. Mm. Get the bathroom done. No work other than this doing this uh, uh, going out live. And um, that was it. So that was on the Sunday at seven o'clock. So Monday morning I was at, in a hall in Teddington for four days and then we moved to Pinewood and they wanted me for every day. So, full page, it was great for two yeah. weeks, but it was great to sort of be involved and see the whole process of how that show is put together. Mm. Um, you know, I wasn't locked away when I wasn't needed or anything. Mm. And they're a Lovely cast, and it was great fun. Had
1: yeah. yeah. you worked with any of them before?
2: No, no. Hugh Dennis knew my son, who's also an actor, because mm. he does the Now Show. Um, but, well, I mean, like all actors, you know, we all know somebody. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's only one degree of separation with actors.
1: Mm, mm.
0: So, Absolutely. so Terry, the character in uh, Old oh, Terry, this yeah, country. Lord. Now, how, how much of a say did you have in how he looked, or well, how the he whole was?
2: process came about. I was called in when when I um, when Simon got in touch and said we'd like you to play this character of Terry. Um, didn't really know much about him. Other than he was going to be Curtin's boss at the, at the Bowls Club, and I went along to North Leach. I met um, Paul, the vicar. Slugs, mm. and uh, Daisy and Charlie, of course, Simon and Tom. And they said, we're not really sure what to do with Terry, but um, we feel that, you know, he, 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 he obviously employs Curtin. And then what they do, and this is the general process, it seems to me, with this country, is um, Tom said, I want you to go into the village with, with Charlie and just improvise away the pair of you. Just lose yourselves for an hour and um, come back and then we're going to interview you on camera and we'll just see what comes out. All right. Mm. So I hadn't really got any preconceived ideas about Terry too much. Um, Charlie obviously knows Curtin's character inside out. Um, But then Tom gave me a little note and he gave Charlie a little note. And Charlie's little note was come up with lots of ideas for the club. Come up with lots of fundraising ideas and entertainment ideas and see see how um, Terry takes it. And my little note said, fire him, right. sack him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we literally started improvising. I can say this hand on heart. We started improvising, me and Charlie, from the second we left North Leach Town Hall. And we went to the keepers, <laughs> went into the pub, happened a couple of pints of Stowford, And um, we just improvised the whole thing. And Charlie was giving it large as Curtin, going, well, I've got lots of ideas, Terry. You know, I, want, I got we, we do fundraisers and we do quiz nights and blah, blah, blah. And I let him go. And I, for a while, I thought, I'd better read my note. And it said, sack him. So <laughs> I said, well, the thing is, Curtin, I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. And, and he played along with it perfectly because Charlie is a brilliant improviser. I love improvising. Luckily, I've got a good skill at improvising. And um, we just rifted away in, in, in the pub. And we lost ourselves for about an hour and a half. I think they wondered what on earth we got up to. <laughs> and we kept it going all the way back into the, back into the hall. And then they sat us down and uh, uh, Simon interviewed us, or Tom, I can't remember which. And Daisy was right at the back laughing away. And um, we just had this ridiculous conversation, really, about where we'd been and what we'd been doing and how I'd had to let him go and um, told him to stay away for six months, you know. And... Um, I think that's what they do. They improvise a lot, and from what the improvisation turned up, that forms their basis of dialogue. Right. And then, and then the script is kind of typed out. That's how I. That's mm. how I say. Bit very Mike Lee. Yeah, yeah, Because
0: one of the things we all say that is beautiful about this country are the little phrases that that could easily be a t-shirt. See you anon. Now, is that yours or was that something well, that was I think scripted? It was mine. I
2: can't really truly remember where that came from. But, um, because if you look at the dump gang, up.
0: you look at the dump gang posts, a yeah. lot of people will yeah, finish me, their claim well, "see you and on." See you, and on. See you <laughs> on. I think yeah. I must
2: have heard it somewhere. And and that scene, that first scene outside the pub, where where Curtains all excited to see me and trying yeah. to make a good impression. on, yeah, all right, well yeah, see you and on. Um, it just sort of stuck really. It just came out. I think most of these catchphrases just come out of nowhere. Don't you? Yeah, you can't yeah. plan a catchphrase. Just, yeah. It just came out the way it did, and it and it stuck, and it seems to be.
0: It's one of those little touches of genius that, that, that the fans sort of snatch onto yeah. And, yeah. and everybody starts saying but it.
2: That, but again, that's come out from just improvising, mm. really, and being a bit fluid with the script. And again, yeah. going back to Ben Wheatley, Ben Wheatley's very fluid with his script as well. Mm. You know, there's the basis, there's the plot. But, you know, if you're, if a line comes to your mind while you're doing a tape, say it.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to ask, though, what what was it like working with Ross? <laughs> Working with oh, he's a pain in the arse. Oh, sure. I mean, he wanted
2: makeup. He wanted his face powdered every yeah. two seconds. You know, um, wanted his own Winnie Bago. I mean, really yeah. and truly, a diva. I mean, embarrassing. True diva. Oh, diva, through, through, through and through. No, he was fine. Yeah. I, I said to him because uh, I was talk. I had an extra opposite me who was playing my mate mm. when when Curtin interrupts our conversation. And there was Ross, and I was sort of asking him, you know, was he working locally, was he with an agency? And he told me he won this competition to, to, to be in the show. There was also, is it Denise who was doing, whose who's Daisy's look alike? Um, oh, Miriam. 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 Yeah, Miriam. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Miriam. Yeah. Not yeah. uh, Miriam was there, and I, and I thought that was Daisy standing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realised oh, yeah. it was Miriam Miriam's yeah, lookalike for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she does look like her. She does. Um, it's which, crazy. Was, which was quite crazy. And of course, I mean, we were surrounded by all this crowd of people that mm. came to watch the filming. But Ross was very good, no? He was very, very well behaved and did his bit. He was a nice guy.
1: So, how long were you actually filming? Cool.
2: Um, that was done on a Sunday if I remember rightly That's so, right. I did about two or three days on it if I remember rightly mm. I can't remember now um, we did that on one day and then um, another day back at Daisy's house when I gave him his job back and
1: mm. what's Neil like? <laughs> Neil? he's yeah.
2: alright when he get to know him isn't yeah. he? he's, he's not left a lot of that Prosecco but no, uh, no. he's alright he's governing I mean, it nicely no. <laughs> but, uh,
1: obviously he got Curtin's job didn't he so uh, I just wonder what he was like you he know? did Probably a nice bite.
0: I can't believe that you got a name check and I still haven't got a name check on the show. I wonder if that was because of you. I like, know there's plenty more kneels.
1: Just because of we, that, where, so there's kneel, there's time see you, where there's a kneel, there's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. next time I see her where there's a Neil, there's someone kneeling. Yeah, I'll ask Daisy next time I see
2: her.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. So is it
2: is it a case when 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 the next series is filmed, you two guys are going to be? Oh,
0: gonna... we would we would uh, we've said mm. that even if it was just the same as Ross, just sat in the corner somewhere. Ross, I it, think, wants a leading role now. Oh, oh, you he we'll, will. But, but, he'll
2: have more dialogue than Daisy and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be called the Ross Show. The Ross next. Show. That's yeah, what yeah, it'll be yes. called.
0: <laughs> You know, it wouldn't surprise me now. If he is literally <laughs> typing he's his the email. F- he's
2: the only guy I know that's out Alan Partridge to me. Yeah. And he and he sent me this lovely book that he's written. Yes. Um. This Alan Partridge quiz. Have you seen? Yeah, you yeah, seen yeah, the book? yeah. Yeah. And I, and I found it a bit of a struggle. I thought I was the, I was the country's leading Alan Partridge aficionado, but no, I've got to give that title to Ross. Yeah.
0: Now. We're gonna we're yeah. we're working together. Get a to life, Ross. Get a life. <laughs> yeah. We're working together to do a this country one. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's we're going to hopefully idea. do. So, that's a great uh,
1: idea.
0: Uh, right before we talk about anything else, we're going to mm. have a little bit of a quiz. Oh god, here we go. So, uh, as you're someone that knows about lines of dialogue, mm-hmm. no, you should be great go. at no, this. I'm make look right so now, this well. is Kerry or Curtin I'm going to give you a line of dialogue. You have to tell me if it was Kerry or Curtin oh, no. <laughs> god. Okay, you got a fifty-fifty chance. 50-50 to get it right. chance. Yeah. Uh, right. So the number one. You know what? I actually can't watch this. I think that might have been Curtin it was Curtin. Well done. One out of one. Number two. He frog marched me to the cash point and made me get 200 quid out.
2: Now I think that was probably uh, Dad I reckon that was
0: uh, Kerry. That was Curtin as well. <sighs> that was Uncle Nugget. That uh, Number three. I'll smash this. I promise you I'll smash you with this. Sounds like a Kerry. Well done. That is a Kerry. Number four. Sounds like the best day of my life, to be honest.
2: Oh, that's a tough one. Sounds like the best day of my life. Going to have to be a bit of a guess. best day of my life. I'm going to plump for
0: Kerry. Well done. I did leave the last word out, which was da on that, which would have given it away. But yes, (laughs) sounds like the best day of my life, to be honest, is Kerry. And the last one for a four out of five. Your face creeped her out. What was that again? Your face creeped her out. 10. Well done! Yeah. Four well out done. of five! Well done! That's not bad, I that's Say, not bad. Lucky That's, guessing, that's, lucky that's guessing. very, very
1: good. Very, guessing, very good right indeed. at the top of the table, well, um, near the top.
0: <laughs> so, we, there isn't any concrete um, information yet on when the next load of this country is coming, but where would you like to see. Terry's character go because obviously on set every day of filming. <laughs> my bank
2: manager would love to see that uh, um, story story wise because we're, well, we're, I, assu- I we're I assuming that Curtin think... is
0: now back at the uh, back at the bowl yeah club. but so...
2: Curtin's back um, he's given his job back I'd, I'd like I I think there's quite a bit of affection for, for Curtin from from Terry um, Curtin's going to be very very keen I think to impress and do well hmm. um, and I think you know, obviously Terry's a he's a, he's a bit of a job isn't he, old Terry? Leather jacket and chain from 25 years ago. Never forgets his leather jacket. <laughs> um, so he's in charge, but I think he lets gives Curtin a bit of a free hand. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. They might not come up with anything. You might never hear of Terry again.
0: Nah, see, I, I think that they, they're very clever. at Because I think Terry was mentioned... In series one or series yeah. two, it, yeah, just yeah, dropped was, in there yeah, and mentioned, and then, in and then and then we set it up in yeah, the you, aftermath. Yeah, so
2: I mean, it can go anywhere, couldn't it? Sorry, I couldn't
0: find oh, anything well, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> that was a series just j- jumping in on the conversation. How there, dare Sweet. Siri? Siri, sorry, Siri, so rude. Yeah,
2: so no, very rude, rude jump in. It can go anywhere, couldn't it? Where do you
0: see Terry? See, I you saying that about the leather jacket? I would like to see some kind of power struggle between Terry and Martin when he comes back out of prison.
1: Well, you're obviously going to be a bit pissed at him for storing the vacuums in there or yeah, the hoovers, Yeah,
0: absolutely, you? yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Definitely. Could be yeah, almost yeah, like a, a Clash of the Titans. It's like yeah. Yeah. the two gonna of them... are going to
2: be keeping an eye on him, but I think when Terry's had a few drinks, you see, his guard is dropped, a couple of Stouffords. Mm, yeah. A, a bit of Prosecco behind the bar. <laughs> and he, he's, he's going to drop his guard and we're going to see the real Terry.
0: Yeah, but then um, also Terry's got another... Battle to deal with in the fact that you've got Curtin versus Neil. Now, because Curtin's well, going to go there and Curtin wa- Curtin's going to want to be bar manager again, isn't
2: he? He, he certainly is. Yeah. yeah. So there could be a power struggle there. Yeah. And um, I don't think Terry's going to let him win that one as as easily as, as all that. No. And um, who is Neil? Who, oh, is indeed? Neil, anyway. <laughs> That's and, what and my to mom's be been asking for years. <laughs> this, <laughs> who the hell's Neil? This yeah. could
0: be a whole offshoot series. You know, the Neil show, it? no, not Neil, no Terry. Oh, oh Terry. Terry. Well, yeah, Terry. no,
2: absolutely. Could Terry be and the Terry, Bowls Club. Terry, Terry, at the Bowls Club. Um, yeah, no, that could go any way. And 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 I think you know, I'm going to I'm going to keep an eye on him. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, it's nice to have him back, but I'm going to keep
1: an eye on him. <laughs> you could meet up with um Kerry's mum and have an offshoot series called Terry. Well, and we did Sue. talk
2: about that. That 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 um Terry. When when we improvised that scene, I started going on about Sue. And that, uh, and and Curtin was asking me. You know, what well, did you did you know her then? Oh, I I don't want to talk about that. If that's I right. mean, we, we kept that down. So who knows? Who, who
0: knows? My I God, know. Terry could be Kerry's dad.
2: You who know, he could be Curtin's dad. Yeah. Could be Curtin's dad. Yeah, yeah, oh my all, God! All yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I look at that age, of, of course. course. But, no, um, but, but he could be. But you know, I mean, yeah. It writes itself, and if the money's right, he could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> he could be anything. But it'd be Get onto your idea. agent. It, it would be it would be lovely to be involved because they, they are, and I am not just saying this, Godmere, but they they are genuinely a bunch of wa- a, a, a lovely <laughs> a lovely crowd to work with. No, they really are. It's it's a, it's a great show to work on, and that, I think that's part of its success. Mm. It, mm. If you can't enjoy what you are doing, the show wouldn't be what it is, and exactly. everyone does have such a laugh doing it and they're, mm. they're very generous to pair of them.
0: I think it's two series and one special in and people still that are coming new to it think that it's a documentary. But they don't realize that it's all made up that they think it's real life. Well obviously not everyone. Not, not everyone. Not, no, not, not <laughs> everyone
2: loves it, but the the no, county no. set were probably be a bit shocked by it, but you know it's real life, isn't it? And yeah. That's that's what I think. It's so it, it it's actually very very simple in it in its makeup. Um but you can make something when you've got good, solid, believable characters played by bloody good actors. Mm. You've got good chemistry there. And Absolutely. Something that you can't necessarily plan. Mm.
0: So have you got anything uh, that you're going to be working on that you can tell us about? Or uh... No,
2: no, nothing in the book no? at the moment. New year, new time. I'm going to be doing my show reel when I finish my bathroom because um, I've got lots of material from last year. It was a good year. Mm. Um, so I'm going to make that. And no, we bowl into 2019 Wide-eyed and bushy-tail, <laughs> and uh, hopefully
0: loads more comes in. I'm awesome. sure it will. Well, thank you very much for spending some time with us, Mark. Well, it's been a real that pleasure. That went very quickly. That did. You. It always does when we have fun, you see. It does.
2: It I does. think the bottle of prosecco helped, <laughs> which I paid for. Um, but very, um, very generous of you. No, it was very Or nice. did
1: you just steal it from behind the bar? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah,
2: no I, uh, I told Curtin that the, 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 the prosecco, uh, although it's a bit camp we'll go down where we're nil and
0: can <laughs> yeah,
2: well you know, you know
0: it's uh, it's good I mean that's not to say that we didn't uh, we had a bottle of water I had to there drink it me.
2: quickly because they were putting it in their bloody glasses <laughs> but um, no it's, it's very nice and uh, I thought that will uh, liven it's, up to, uh,
0: it's, to be honest this is probably the most romantic podcast we've done we've got I wine know, if you could get off candle, my bloody
2: lap it would be nice but we've,
0: we've got <laughs> candles we're in front of a roaring fire I'm getting quite turned on I know we're going to have trouble to open that door in a minute do people know no, what what is in this,
2: this A lot of people student. don't. No, a lot of no, people don't. I think we should keep the majority.
1: Secret. The majority of the time, they just seal this back wall, and quite often those. <laughs> well,
2: there is there is a pair of tits in front of me, <laughs> yeah. but coincidentally, there's a pair on the wall as
0: well.
2: Hey! 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 There
0: you go. There you go. He's a quick thinker. ba dum That one. That's <laughs> very good. And
1: uh, a shout-out to Ben. Get Mark in your Rebecca, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> that sounds awful. Sound really that is awful.
2: It, uh, yeah, no, I should rephrase that. <laughs> yeah. But no, if Ben is listening, um, I, have, I have put you where you are. And uh, <laughs> I am available.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mark, thank you ever so thank much for spending the time with us. You're very welcome. This. Nice to meet it you guys. so much fun. Uh, and, and
2: love to Ross. We've done Ross, haven't we? We, we, we have we, done Ross. We, yeah, I wish no, somebody would do Ross, keep. I tell you. I we, no, we love him. Could I put a call out for Gemma? Absolutely. Because I think that if there was a missed Dump gang, I think Gemma could win it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah we owe a massive hug, don't is we? It, is, that a, is that a massive
2: flirt?
1: I, I don't know. I mean,
0: you, you, are, you are a massive exactly. flirt. <laughs> I am a massive flirt,
2: I can't help well, no, it. No, that's is.
1: all good. Gemma's a wonderful... Oh, as are all the dumb game. the game game games. All the dumb games. are. It's a little community, lovely. isn't it? There is a little community. It's, it's, it's it really nice. I just
0: love the fact that Ross made a point of messaging Mark and saying, you <laughs> have to, to get the mention me, me tonight. <laughs> Otherwise, but, uh, you're out it? of the dump.
1: <laughs> yeah. yes. blatant. Blatant, blatant, I think,
2: the word we're <laughs> yeah. after. Yeah.
1: It was. Thank you again, Martin uh, Neil, do you do want to do a little
0: you. bit of uh, housekeeping while Absolute. I polish off this Prosecco?
1: Absolutely. Well, you can find us <laughs> on all the social <laughs> medias uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and all the others under WTF This Country. Well um, we have a website which is WTAF Podcast. Well done. Uh, you remember he's good. That, he he's good most is, of the tea, you Prosecco. You're, you're doing what? well. That's my fourth bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing very well. And uh, we're on Patreon. If you'd like to come and support us on there, please do. There's lovely rewards available for you. Patreon.com forward slash WTAF. And things
0: start from as little as a dollar. Indeed, it's an American site, so it's all in dollars. But there you go. Indeed, it is. Um, And just to let everybody know, we've got some fantastic episodes coming up. We're going to start doing episode commentaries. Um, (gasps) You will be able to listen along to your favorite episode. Put your DVD into your DVD player and listen to us, and uh, we'll just talk. And we might have some special guests. And it's going to be fun, I think. We don't know when we're going to do them, but we we'll do them every now and again. They will be coming soon. They, indeed, <laughs> they will. Let's, yes, stop, with we'll this, let's yeah. stop with all this... They coming. Let's stop with all this carry-on talk. Uh, Mark, once again, thank you so much for You're joining us. You're very welcome. Nice to meet you guys. So and much too. fun. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, and we'll see you anon, and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. See you anon. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year.
1: This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck.
2: Welcome to What the Actual Fuck. Live from the podcast Kings. What the actual fuck. Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Phone went off. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the top 10 of anything podcast.
1: Phenomenal.
0: That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two. Pick a subject, then bring our own top tens to the pod. Yes. It could be top ten scary movies, top ten swear words, top ten breakfast foods, anything. Ooh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The top ten of anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown.
1: Phenomenal.